And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Oh yeah! Let's hit the beach! Because it's the only place to read your emails and your tweets. It's Monday, July 11th. This is another No Dugs podcast live from the Classic Factory on the Athletic Network. I'm Jay Skeets, and alongside me, as always, back from Vegas, we got Taz Millis. Podcast listeners, this one's for you! And just over yonder, super producer, JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. No Trey, no Lee today. Those guys are already back on vacation. Wow. (laughs) You believe it? Uh, I do believe it. Yeah, I can too. Well-deserved vacation break. Trey in Florida. Mm Mm-hmm. He flew back from Vegas there on Sunday, like us here to Atlanta. And Lee, he, I think, is going to London, England to see fam, but he had a stop in Calgary, mm-hmm. but the layover was like seven hours, so this guy decided to go to the Calgary <laughs> Stampede. <laughs> Amazing. Nor was like, why is Lee at the Stampede? Because he's, you know, blasting grams about it. I was like, I think he's just got a long layover and... Yeah, he decided why not. Classically, well, it Ellis. wasn't that long. It was like seven hours. Seven I hours. Guess. That's a, a chunk of time. Then you got to go back through security. You got It's an international flight. He's got to see the horses, though. I get and the pickle pizza. Yeah, real Mo Vernia vibes oh, on yeah. that on that Instagram <laughs> poll. Pickle pizza, <laughs> or thumbs up. Or yeah, thumbs and I said I wrote him. I said easy Mo Lili, <laughs> and he got a kick out of that. Um, so yeah, no, yeah. no, no, those guys are not here today. I'm exhausted still. Oh my god! I'm sure you guys are too. You you didn't even sleep on Saturday night. I chose <laughs> I chose to bump my flight up to six a.m. and then then it's a decision: sleep for an hour, nah, no, long shower, washed away the booze, <laughs> and uh, got on a plane immediately. So you had like a six o'clock flight on Sunday. Six a.m. Yeah. and that Vegas airport never a delay in sight, which is nice. <laughs> You know, uh, it wasn't even close to a delay. So yeah, six a.m. We're in the air. I was sleeping. Did, oh, okay. I think. But did that screw up your schedule last night? No. Ve- what? No. Is there a schedule when you go to Vegas? I mean, I still don't know what time it is. My my mother-in-law said, "Oh, that's that's a great flight time. Six a.m. It's like nine Eastern. When you're in Vegas, I still don't know what time it is. I, I mean, I, it, it's everything is bright. Everything is dark. Everything. I don't know when it's light out. I don't know when it's night out. I don't it's know if I slept hot. for three days. <laughs> yeah, I I am so so tired. Though I slept like ten hours last night, so it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. Uh, JD and I were on the the flight after Tass uh, with my buddy Grish. <laughs> Our buddy Grish, uh, your buddy Grish. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I felt also we, we were in Vegas for like two weeks. We were there three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We packed it in. Yeah. JD, do you have a favorite moment from Vegas? I know we did our show live from Vegas, uh, but you didn't get a chance. Hold on. Let me turn my slack off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we're a mess here today. Uh, but did uh, you have a favorite moment? Favorite moment? I, I mean, I loved how short it was, but I do feel... <laughs> I, 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 
I do feel like we were there for two weeks. <laughs> so do I. Like I slept for 10 hours as well. The same way I did when we were there for 11 shows before. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the fan meetup was definitely a highlight for sure. Yep. Uh, you know, shout out to all the people who showed up. That yep. was amazing. Like we had no idea how many people who would show up. Uh, it was very cash. Uh, and Skates, you mentioned like, we kind of did a not a very good job of describing it, or we did, but people still didn't really know what to expect, right? right. Like they would come in, and is it going to be like a panel of the guys, and we all line up and we shake hands and <laughs> right. take pictures, or no? Nope, it was just us. I mean, there was a bunch of people when you guys got there. I was a little later because yep. of the I had to post a show, but uh, it was a great crowd and uh, no real crazies, you know, like <laughs> no, uh, you know, which is a bit of a risk when you do these things, you know. Um, yeah, well, the location as well. Yeah. Speaking of uh, crazies, there are some people. Like when, when, when you when you first approach the bar, it feels like it's this in this industrial area. Oh yeah, it yeah. feels like some shady shit could go down there. <laughs> yes, there was one person who said to me that she texted her mom before she went in yeah. and said, "This is where I am. If something happens to me, <laughs> I've dropped the, at my pin location." Yeah, yeah. FYI, yeah, it was yeah. Allison. Oh well, yes, yeah. Uh, was, yeah. I didn't want to reveal her name, but no. yeah. well, <laughs> shout out to Allison. She's a party. she's a teacher in Florida, yeah. doing great work. Yeah, uh, and she came out, and uh, that's understandable. It's kind of in a sketchy area, but once you walk in, oh. people are like, "Whoa, whoa!" I would go to this kind of place, yeah. but. Yeah, once you're approaching it, it's I like, wonder if anybody pulled the plug, you know, like rolled up in an Uber and was like, keep, keep, oh. just keep driving, keep driving. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you know I, mean? I think more likely they planned on coming and then maybe saw, oh, 15, 20 minute cab ride. It's like off the strip. Like you it, gotta like bit, really, yeah. you know, it's not an expensive taxi, but you gotta put some effort in to get there. Yeah, and true. then maybe they were like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, but the great part about that being off the strip is one, you just off the strip and get away from that nonsense exactly. for a second, yeah. and then two. Let's be honest, drinks are affordable. Ooh. Oh yeah, oh. seeing that. And the film was great. Starboard Tack. Let's, let's give a shout out to them. Yeah. I thought the service was incredible too. I Amazing. Mean, it's a how great many? Place. Okay, so how many people showed up? Do you think that was the thing? Because people were coming and going, coming and going. Thirty. Yeah, forty. Yeah, ballpark. I, I would. Forty-five is the number that can't okay. jumped right. into my head. Okay. Yeah, That's and it. we didn't do an incredible job promoting it because we didn't know what was <laughs> no. going to happen either. Uh, I, I didn't know what we were ever promoting. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we are going to a bar. Come on by if you want. I mean, yeah, no, I'm not calling you out no, promoting no, no. it. No. Uh, yeah, we we had some people say I, I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. I had to like rewind your show like 15 <laughs> times to find out where you guys yeah. were going to. We should have made a graphic is what you're yeah. saying. We yeah, should have. But but at the same time, it was real low key. The people who wanted to be there were there. Yeah, and it went pretty Damn seamless. We had a lot yeah, of cool we had people. A good, we had a good spot because we're right by the door where yeah. the bar was. So you walk in and then you're like, oh, there they are. There's Lily. There's yeah. there's Tess or whatever. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah I think awesome. we got a chance. Hopefully we got a chance to talk to uh, everybody that made it out. I think we did. Um, and grab a photo if you want and yeah. stuff like that. So That's why I, I like the number. Yeah. At least one of us talked to, I think, everybody. Oh, yeah. 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 But I think most people were pretty good at like... You know, talking Working to you around. and making their yeah. way over me and blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, blah. And there, was, there was a great father-son combo. A, fa- a cool yeah. father brought his son, who was 19 years old, and he looked around and said, well, I'm definitely the youngest person here. <laughs> right. Listen, we've got younger fans, but, you know, they don't have cool dads like that bringing them to an event. And I do think 
maybe I'm calling out starboard tack, but I think this father brought his son a beer as well. Oh, yeah, cool, uh, man, cool. Cool move. It's a cool move. It's a cool move. 19 It's 19. Drinking age is 19 in Ontario. For yeah, it is dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. It is dumb. <laughs> but in Vegas, it might be smart, actually. So that was a lot of fun. Shout out to the stream team. I should say that right now, joining us live here on YouTube. Take a second, like the video. Subscribe if you haven't. Comment away as you are there in the stream team. Apologies, too, for the Saturday show mm. not being live, live on YouTube. There was a bit of a hiccup. We talked about it on the show <laughs> with our credentials, and that meant then we had to buy a ticket to get in, which then meant we couldn't bring our laptops in and our bags. And that was a problem for yeah. JD, uh, yeah. which meant then we couldn't go actually live on YouTube. But of course, the right. video is now up on YouTube because you put the work in. Right. Yeah. Hindsight 2020. Uh, well, <laughs> I could have gone a day early to get my credentials, you know, and then Ooh. realized that you didn't <laughs> we have don't have a... credentials. Right. And then I could have came up with a scheme. So I'm going to take the hit on this one. Mm. There's a lot of people above me that I could just throw under the bus right now. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But uh, ultimately, uh, I'm taking the it's, – it's my fault. So apologies. And, and in the end, it's still there anyway. Exactly. Go watch it. Yeah. Go listen to it. Uh, it's actually, I think, a really fun show uh, in the end. Talking a little summer league, talking some NBA news, and then talking a ton about just stories from Vegas, including – having my buddy Grish and Matteo there with us, who were at the party too, and that was a mm -hmm. big surprise for a lot of people. I think my buddy Grish was a little overwhelmed at first, <laughs> but that was before he had the drinks flowing in that's him. Right. Oh, yeah. uh, when uh, people were like, that's my buddy Grish. And, Whoa, that's my buddy Grish. And he was, what's going on here? Then he put on a show. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, A couple, uh, couple whiskeys later, and then he was holding court with everybody. <laughs> um, but yes, a lot of fun, and thank you to everybody that came. And the plans moving forward here, as we hopefully move out of COVID and all that, um, back to live shows too. Yeah. I would love to be doing that again. So we'll figure that out maybe at the very earliest all-star break next year. Where is it? Salt Lake City. Yeah, it is Salt Lake City. We got to okay. do a show there. I've never been there. So we'll see. Uh, email in your NBA questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. This week's schedule, let's just say this. The summer schedule starts to change here a little bit. Yes. There's not a lot of basketball to talk about, but that doesn't mean we won't be doing shows. You got a new one dropping tomorrow. We do. No bunts. It's real. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it's glorious. Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, starting tomorrow, do a weekly pod. Not going. Oh, oh baby. Yeah, we're not going to go through Is this, this just going to play through yeah. the entire An podcast? Hour track. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good decision, I think. Uh, let's make that happen. But it'll be fun. We're not going to go through the day-to-day -day baseball, not game 140 and 141. But we're going to be talking about the bigger issues in the right. game. Weekly, no bunts. And the same bunt time, same bunt channel as okay. in. 10 a.m. live Eastern here on YouTube. And that'll, and live, be a on, podcast. that'll live on no dunks. Of course. At yeah. least for uh, when we start this thing. Okay, first pitch tomorrow. First pitch, opening <laughs> pitch, babe. You want to throw out the first pitch? Well, I, you just told me I'm on it. So yeah, yeah I actually would like to. Are, a yeah. ceremonial first pitch, I'll throw it. That'd be great. I might bring a glove just to like, you know, just hit, it. hit while you're talking. Just slap the leather. Um, well, I know you know stuff about baseball, but I know nothing, okay? so I'm, Perfect. I'm... I don't I'm know calling, a ton you're calling, either. You're literally calling me up from like... Uh, the minor leagues? The, yeah, the A1. <laughs> the A1. <laughs> the A1. The little Off leagues. To a good little start. leagues. Little leagues. I'm uh, literally being called up from the little leagues. Pee wee? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still hitting off a T, man. All right. But uh, we'll be fine. Uh, so that's tomorrow. No Bunts, our, uh, our new baseball podcast. And then on Wednesday, 
You guys are just putting me on all the shows I know nothing about, the sports. Uh, I'm going to be filling in for TK, who, like we said, is on vacation. I'll be talking with our guy, Graydon Gordian, about the Austrian GP, which happened over the weekend. So I got some uh, I got some races to watch here. I haven't watched them yet. But Nora, God bless her soul, took notes for me. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, on the sprint. Oh, because, like, of course the one I got to do <laughs> is the one where they have a second race. So they have the sprint race. Oh. Yeah, we'll talk about it with Graydon. What, what does that mean? Yeah, they do it every once means. in a while. There's like it's just to try to get a little more excitement there, uh, in terms of like qualifying and stuff like that. There's points involved. See, look at me. I know. You're a listen bit. to you. Yeah, you're prepared. You're room, room. Prepared. Definitely don't do this. When you drive the car. <laughs> don't do that. That's a motorcycle. I know that as well. That's the uh, Vince Carter motorcycle. Yeah, but uh, Nora's helped me out with that. Um, tried to get her on. I said, yeah. "Come on, come on." She just doesn't want to do it. She's like, I don't want to be on camera. She's like, like, look what you're doing. You don't know anything. And and she feels like she doesn't, but she knows a hundred times more than most people about this sport, about F1. Yeah. Yeah, She was just at a race in Montreal last month. Hey, I can only ask so many times. (laughs) That's true. You know, she doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do it, but she's helping out with the notes. So, uh, yeah, we'll be doing that on Wednesday. No Breaks has its own podcast feed. You guys know that. It's on YouTube feed. So we'll be going around 1 p.m. on Wednesday. Uh, with Graydon. Uh, here from the Classic Factory, hopefully. Correct. So I haven't seen that guy in a while. It'll be great. And then later this week, finally, uh, Thursday, Friday, TBD, but we are going to do a film session on the new uh, Giannis Disney movie, Rise. Mm. Hopefully have a guest swinging by for that one as well um, to talk about it. So if you want to in the next couple days and you haven't already, go check out Rise and then we'll break it down. Yeah. JD, you're like a little concerned... That it's like we thought maybe that's oh, a Disney movie. It's probably going to be pretty bad. We yeah. can make fun of it and stuff. Yeah, but the reviews are really really good for this. So yeah, we'll see. It's so much more fun to trash a movie. Exactly. Um, that's my feeling. <laughs> maybe I'll just trash it for because you know just I'm gonna just dig in, find every flaw, <laughs> okay. and just point it out. Okay, point out everything that's <laughs> wrong with this movie. But it's about Giannis. It's a Mm. coming of age story I'll probably be balling my head off on the couch <laughs> watching this thing so uh, yeah, it's going to be tough but uh, we'll see Okay. We'll see. so Rise film session later this week uh, and uh, hopefully we'll have a guest uh, helping us break that one down because I don't think we'll have Trey or uh, Lily back no. it'll just yeah, be the, no. the three of us and, and then we'll be guests. they'll be back we'll Trey will be back next week and then we'll be going throughout the summer as well No Docs is not stopping by right. any means the shows will keep coming on a, on a regular throughout July and August. Yeah, like it's like a little tag team action, really. If you think about it, It'll be some tags in. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I'll, t- I'll I'll tag out at one point, and then I'm gone. You guys are running the, right, running the ship. No here, wrestling so. podcast though. Tag team. <laughs> I mean, you never know. <sighs> I, know I can't start watching. Nah. wrestling. I, mean, I listen to podcasts about wrestling already. Yeah, but that would be a weird podcast where I just comment on the podcast. wrestling podcast talking about wrestling <laughs> I mean, that's sort of watching it. That's sort of what I'm doing with baseball as well. <laughs> okay. But, well, Thank you for your honesty. Yeah. You're never watching a single game. No, I'm watching. I'm Link, watching. Lincoln wants to do a UFC podcast. No taps, he's calling it. Oh, that's no. That's really good. So, yeah. All right. Lincoln. No problem. 15-year-old <laughs> son. Hey, we got a lot of summer hours. To that's true. There, so. I mean, let's, let's just throw stuff at the wall and see Something sticks. Exactly. You never know. You never know. Throw it at the cage. <laughs> yeah. It's tougher to stick to a cage. Well, is it? I guess you hook onto it by accident. Mm. Mm. Uh, let's get into the questions yes. here. Okay. First one. 
Hi, No Dunks crew, longtime listener slash slash watcher since your first episode as the starters. First time question submitter, though. I'm an avid Bulls fan. And so when 36-year-old Goran Dragic signed on, I checked to see if he was the oldest player on the roster. But much to my surprise, he is nowhere close to being the oldest player listed. That honor rests comfortably in the hands of the Bulls' newest draft pick, Dale and Terry, who is listed as being, and I think we have a photo here, 122 years old on NBA.com. There, there it is, if yeah. you're watching here on YouTube. He's listed as 122. He's quite old. His birth date seemed to screw up, seemed to to break the the, the database. Because his birth date is January 01, 1900, and that's why he's 122. I see. I'd love to get cute Steve on that, uh, fix that over there at NBA.com. Almost as old as me. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, Lee's age. Um, so with Terry's historic age here of 122 and the, uh, and the Bulls' latest edition, it got me thinking, who is the oldest player to make the most impact on a new team, and that's from uh, Malik H. An oldie making a big impact. Right. I went with Marc Gasol. Okay. 2019. Okay. Yeah. He was 34 years of age, the February trade deadline when the Raps acquired him, and then he became the starting center on a championship team mere months later. And I remember sitting at the NBA TV desk contemplating, is this the right move? Getting Marcus Hull, who's going to be, again, he's 34, putting him in there. You trade, you know, from, uh, you know, if you zoom out, Jonas Valanciunas, who was the big part going back, a guy who's seven years younger. But this move worked out absolutely perfectly. Not so much the stats when it comes to Marcus Hull, but the lack of stats on the other side in one particular series, that playoff run. Right. Round number two against Joel Embiid. He was phenomenal against Joel Embiid. Mm -hmm. he's, he's such a good defender, and especially against really big guys. Embiid was 17.6 points in that series, only 37% shooting from the floor, and he took about four threes a game, which I think speaks to how good Embiid was. Yeah, yeah, I think I did a... Or how good Gasol was, Yeah, I, I think say. I did a trivia question once back on uh, Who Wants Some Trivia, who, hey, who knows, hey. maybe that'll be back this summer. Um that like in terms of seven footers in one playoff run, Marcus Sol actually had the record for most three pointers made in one playoff run. The entirety of it. All. Wow! Because he hit a lot. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I mean, play, it helped that he went to the finals. Of course, won the championship and stuff like that. Wow! Yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah, a seven. I, I know not a like lot Chan, of seven. It's like Channing Frye. Yeah. You would think uh, is Dirk, Dirk um, but yeah, but Dirk, that, but, wasn't that wild? But Dirk didn't do no, it. No, no, no. I mean, no, no. he was shooting a lot of twos. Yeah, uh, people think Dirk's just a three-point shooter, but that's yeah. There's not a huge list of seven-footers that hit a lot of threes, and that's why Carl Anthony Towns can call himself the best shooter <laughs> right. in the game that's in right. the world. But anyways. Uh, so I didn't even realize the offensive impact. To be yeah. honest, I didn't even look at that. It was the defensive impact being able to slow Embiid in a series that obviously went down to the wire, mm -hmm. the wires of wires with Kawhi Leonard hitting that shot. And it feels kind of weird that that good a defensive player is out of the league now, even even talking about Marcus Gasol. Uh, but maybe he was in the NBA at the perfect time. You know, we usually say, ah, oh, this guy's would have been better in, in that era. But Marcus Gasol came around at a perfect time where – Bigs mattered defensively, so you could start hitting three-point shots. But now you kind of have to be extremely nimble to play at the five spot. Yeah. Now, he would still be good if he, if he was uh, you know, in his prime. But uh, that's that's the one for me. And Embiid has some great numbers in that series in terms of plus-minus and all that. 
when he was on the court and off the court, and he was sick at times, but I think Marcus Gasol also made him sick because he was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. That's a great answer. Um, we'll throw that one at everybody in the stream team, everybody listening later, like an old guy that came to a team and, and made a positive impact, either like in winning series or in, in, in Mark uh, Gasol's case, winning the title and then getting to chug a bunch of wine <laughs> on the parade bus. <laughs> yeah. Which is big impact there. <laughs> big impact there. Uh, all right, let's move it on to our next one. I don't want to start this the way the uh, emailer started it, but I'll do it anyway. Hi, Stinky Dinkies. Okay. I have a question. <laughs> Considering the fantastic playoff performance by Andrew Wiggins and the decent performance from Clay Thompson, which one would you rather keep if you could only keep one? Mm. That's love from Sweden in an email from Armand. Okay. Uh, now, I got to say, Clay was very good. In the playoffs, he was. Yeah, I got, I got and the I think numbers I, for you. Yeah, man. go ahead, because I think looking back, people would say oh, he was average, but okay, he was good. Now I'll be honest. When I first saw this question that you put in, Tass, I was like, "This is the dumbest question ah, I've ever heard." That was my immediate nice. gut reaction. Nice. Clay Thompson or or Andrew Wiggins? Are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. and you know, I've always been a huge Clay Thompson fan, even pre championship days. There, yeah. Clay on the Warriors. Remember, there was the whole trade Clay for Kevin Love and all that. You can go back. You can check the tape. I said, don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's a dumb move. You should stick with Clay. Um, so I am I'm saying this because I'm a huge Clay fan, and I was like, wow, this is ridiculous. But 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 you do a little a little deeper dive, mm-hmm. and you compare the ages of them. Yeah. Obviously, Clay coming back from injury, Wiggins, you know, getting better and improving, uh, and and especially defensively and committing to that end of the floor. Then it becomes like, if you can only keep one at this point. Mm-hmm. Who would the Warriors pick if they if they were forced into that situation? Because Clay thirty two, Wiggins twenty seven. As we go into here, so okay, that's a pretty big difference. I mean, Wiggins really is. It feels like Andrew Wiggins has been playing for two decades now, but he's like entering his prime, uh, which is weird to say. Clay, like I said, coming off the injury, he only played thirty two regular season games. Though he played in the playoffs and and he did play well. Wiggins though, that guy's like an Iron Man. All he does is play seventy three regular season games. Of course, didn't miss really a playoff game as well, just like Clay. Clay averaged 20 points per game. This is a regular season. 43-38-90 splits. Wiggins averaged 17 points per game, 47-39. So he shot the ball better from three in the regular season mm-hmm. uh, than, than Clay. And then 63 at the line. That's the one area of uh, Andrew Wiggins' game where he still struggles. He can't uh, hit a free throw to save his life. But then you take in the defense, and Andrew Wiggins at this point of his career, he's a better defender than Clay, who was coming off injury. Yeah. And Clay was an underrated defender. I mean, everybody's just like, oh, yeah, he's a splash brother. All he does is hit threes. But he was, I mean, he was instrumental in a lot of those championships. Oh, yeah. With his job defending usually one of the better perimeter players uh, on the other team. But, I mean, I say all of that to say I'm, like, really torn now. I don't know which way to go because I think Clay is still one of those such a special player. And, yeah, Wiggins got a lot of the buzz in the postseason because it was like, well, look at this guy rebound. Look at these huge dunks, like these big plays. But you look at Clay's run, like, he had still... 30-point games, you know, 25-plus-point games. He was always good for, like, one a series, it felt like, which is, man, if that can win you that game of that particular, that can obviously help you go on to win the series. Like, he had a big game against the Nuggets. He had a big game against the Mavs. He had the 25-point... He had a good game against the Celtics, came in a loss, and then he had one against the Grizzlies, of course, where those he hits those seven, eight threes, and mm-hmm. it's like a game-changer. Like, that's just like, you already got Curry. Now you got this guy hitting seven or eight threes. It's like, oh, my God, how do you stop that? But then... The other side of that is the defense from Wiggins and just how how important he was at slowing some of the guys down. I don't know. I don't know how to answer this because mm-hmm. I feel like it should be Wiggins. 
But like I can't do that to my guy Clay. Mm. So I I I think for, if I'm just saying next season alone, and he's hopefully going to be more healthy, I'm going to still go Clay for one year. I don't Agreed? think you're wrong. Okay. Okay. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to take uh, Wiggins. It doesn't feel right. I totally agree with you. And and Clay had a good playoff run. It, it wasn't exceptional, but he yeah. did have a big game here, big game there. And if you look at the numbers, he scored more than Wiggins. Yep. He averaged 19 in the playoffs. Wiggy, as much press as he got, was 16 and a half. Yeah, but the defense is, is so big. The age gap from 27 to 32 is really what it comes down to. Right, right. 27 to 32 is such a huge gap in terms of an NBA player. How many more good seasons does Clay have left? Now, the Warriors have done such a good job of bridging the olds with the new. They've got Moses Moody in the wings. They've got Jonathan Kuminga in the wings. So maybe you could say they've got a Wiggins replacement coming down the pike anyways. Mm -hmm. But I think Wiggins' skill set might be a little bit more important than Clay's skill set for the next couple of years for the Warriors because he gets after it on the boards. He nearly led this team in rebounding in the postseason just behind Kevon Looney, their starting center. And they don't have a lot coming down the pike in terms of bigs. James Wiseman got his run there at Summer League. Maybe he could be a big, but they're so far, they're way more thin at the big man position. Yeah. And so his skill set might be a little bit more important uh, to this team because, as you said, he's the best defender on this squad yeah. when it comes down to it, which is, man, well, that's, that's an odd thing well, to say. Hold on. Dream on. Dream on. Dream on. Sorry, sorry. I, yeah. I, I, I say that I mean like a, a guy who can really guard on the perimeter. Draymond Green is their heart and soul defensively, but a guy who can really take somebody on the perimeter who's a real wing. I mean, Draymond, Draymond will do that as well, but – you know, with Iguodala getting old and, and Clay now getting older, Livingston gone, like they don't have one guy. Now, Moses Moody, again, Kaminga, again, could be uh, guys that can supplement that. But as you said, it feels like Wiggins played forever. It's only eight seasons. He is an Iron Man. Mm-hmm. He really plays night in and night out. Yeah, I think it's Wiggins, which feels stupid well, to say. Well, I, I mean, Chiggs in the stream team, they literally just won a championship with Wiggins being more valuable and he's younger. He's saying, "Why don't overthink this?" Yeah, I guess overvalue, more valuable. When you look at the stats, Clay was good, but yeah, on both ends, I guess, I guess more valuable is true. I guess. Yeah, I just love having the option of a guy. I think, like, how do you game plan for the guys? Like, he's the second greatest shooter possibly of all time. Mm-hmm. We got to worry about the first guy, but then this guy, you can—he's almost a lock. Every five or six games, it feels like, to hit seven or eight threes. That's Clay. Like, I mean, look, he'll miss his first couple, and then you, he's going to keep shooting. Like, he ain't going to change, but that's fine because he's convinced the next one's going in, and we should all as well because he's that great. But that's just like Wiggins, man, consistently was awesome during this playoff. And the work he did on the glass, like you said, just being a big guy for this team yep. uh, was huge. Like, he bumped up his uh, rebounds per game. Like, it skyrocketed to, like, whatever he did in the postseason probably seven and a half or eight or something like that seven and a half yeah, yeah. so you know that's that's awesome and that's important to win a, tam- a championship but like there's something clay is just special to me like that where it, it again if it's just one game two games in a series that's that's see i argue that's more oddly valuable mm. in some weird way and i will clay again let's give him the benefit of the doubt he's coming off two years out of the league he comes back and the guy's still like Basically a 20-point-per-game score. Like that. Mm-hmm. 
come on. Like, yeah. that's something. So now if we move into a full season where he's got the whole off season to still recover and, uh, you know, it's not like he's going to, like, fall out of love with the game. Like, mm-hmm. all he does is want to shoot the basketball. He's like Lee Ellis. So, uh, yeah, I'm still going Clay. That's fine. I'm still that, going Clay. That's acceptable. And there is something to be said for Clay's gravity, like you said. You still have to guard him out there. They did allow Wiggins to be open of the teams that I'm talking about that yeah. were playing against him. So that that is different. Wiggins got open because they have Curry and because they have Clay. Clay was still being guarded with one guy trailing and, and all that. And Wiggins was sort of the, the, the third scorer. Um, but, you know, then you go back and you say, well, Jordan Poole's coming along. Can he be a little more Clay-like? Uh, and I'm not sure you can replace what Wiggins did. It was a special run. Special problems to have for this Golden yeah. State Warriors team. Absolutely right. That's a fun one. Good question there. All right, next one. What's up, JD and the straight shots? <laughs> I was recently pondering how JD, uh, through no desire of his own, has to listen to thousands of hours of the NBA discussion and content every year as the esteemed producer of No Dunks. Uh, I started thinking that he might actually know more about the NBA than some casual fans, despite not being a fan himself. Mm. So my question is, if JD has ever been in a situation where someone was talking hoops and he realized he knew more than them. Cheers and thanks for the laughs. That's from Marcus in SoCal. Mm. <clears throat> well, it happened this weekend, actually. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to have a story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the elevator at uh, where were we staying? Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Yeah. <laughs> where were we staying? We were there. We were there yesterday. <laughs> I know, but I, <laughs> we had bear. We never left except to go to Starboard Tech. Really, no, yeah, it's yeah. easy to forget where you are. <laughs> yeah. I brought home a notepad and a pen from Mandalay Bay for each of my kids, and it says Mandalay Bay <laughs> on them. So uh, they are they. they I, I remember it's distinctly in my brain. That was their gift. Wow, so smart. They like it. They're, they like it a lot, it. of course. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. Uh, the uh, yeah. So I was on the elevator, and this guy is talking to his buddy. Uh, he was still under the impression that John Wall was on the Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> wow, nice. that's a... And I was like, well, I didn't say anything. I should have piped up, but I, I... I mean, I verified this morning, but I thought, I'm pretty sure he just signed with the Clippers. And before that, he was on the, the Rockets. But, right, right. But this poor guy, he's like, Beal just signed this deal, and when Wall comes back... <laughs> just watch oh, it like we're no. going all the way and I was just like oh this poor bastard uh, <laughs> but I didn't I, I didn't know for sure so I didn't say anything I should have piped up and at least said uh, he's not on the Wizards right. I know that 100% <laughs> for sure so there's that and there was also uh, one of Jackson's friends uh, he's constantly sending Jackson uh, highlights of LaMelo Ball with goat under under oh, it oh, wow. and I you know, and it, so when he hangs around, around here a lot, and then he was, I heard him talking about it. I'm like, just uh, you know, pump the brakes there, Lawan. <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's great. He's a very exciting young player. Absolutely. But uh, it's a little early to say he's the goat. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, but uh, he's the. You know, that's the that's that age difference. Right. I saw the Instagram highlights. Oh, and, totally. And then fell in love with him. Might yeah. be the Instagram goat. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, it might be Maybe. Mikey. <laughs> It'll be coming soon. Who's Mikey? You know, you're old. You know, Mikey? Maybe. He's like uh, a teenage phenom? just a... Uh, somebody on the stream team tell me if he just committed to a college. Yeah, oh. yeah. He's like... He's... 
he is the Instagram oh, like huh. star player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And, you know, he was, or at least I know of. I'm sure there's one even below him that's uh, coming up next. But yeah, Mike. Yeah, that's good. That's a good nickname. Yeah, I think he has that Instagram handle. Ah, that's yeah. that's impressive. Ah, just straight up Mikey. Yeah, I think so. It's not, it's, oh God! Understand. Fact check me, everybody. Uh, <laughs> but I think so. Um, it's just like Lamelo, right? Lamelo has. Oh no! What what is his Mello? Uh, I know Amir Blumenfeld has a mirror. Yeah, he tried a, to. He tried to. He wants to sell it to Amir Coffee, <laughs> who reached out to him about getting it. Wow. <laughs> and so I think Amir told him, "You sign your first big deal, and then we could talk." Amazing. <laughs> um, so Amir is calling the shots. Amir Blue. Uh, Amir, he, he's, he's the one in he control. The power. He's got the handle. He's like, "How bad do you want at it. Amir for your Instagram account?" Hundred thousand will do it. <laughs> you think? I think so. Is that? A di- I, you I had some. I had some conversation with Amir. I mean, I could pull it up on my phone, but yeah, I did ask. Like, yeah, what what price range are we talking about? Wow. I think he wanted. Uh, I think he wanted six digits. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I that's feel, worth it. So I agree for a mere coffee. coffee. Oh, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll for, tell you what he's not. Blue getting, I'll tell you yeah, what he's not getting at coffee. Well, mm. No. Not but it's spelled sp- differently. <laughs> yeah, but Paul Coffee's got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, we're no, not doing a hockey. No, podcast. no skates starts on Friday. See you then. Uh, I do know Paul Coffee's nephew pretty well, Kevin Coffee. Really? He could be on the show. Yeah. You legit know him. Yeah, friends. What? Yeah, I don't his think nephew. I, I don't think I I've stayed at stayed at Paul Coffee's cottage without him being there. Wow, real? Well, I bet that was a baller cottage. Nah, what? No, just a regular. Was it in the cottage. Cokes? <laughs> the Cokes. Please do not call it the Cokes. At least sure. call it the Scopes. I'm pretty sure it's Paul Coffee's good. cottage, or at least he owned a chunk of it. Either way, it was a coffee cottage, <laughs> like a family cottage. Yeah. It was right. a regular cottage. Uh, I don't. I don't want an extravagant cottage. No. No, I just figured Paul Coffey, the legend, uh, hockey Hall player. of Famer, bro. Yeah, mm, definitely. I, he's got to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, would have a, just a sick, sick cottage. Like big, Yeah. on the water, of course. No, it shook when we wrestled, actually. I remember that. <laughs> like the uh, the foundation could have been better, I think. So, Wait, Hold on. So you're wrestling Kevin Coffey? And the, uh, I don't and- want to wrestle him. I wouldn't want to wrestle him. <laughs> He's a strong, strong guy. Kevin Coffey will uh, possibly we'll be on uh, No Taps uh, talking about fighting in his car. We'll see, if, the walls he's, we'll see if he's got the coffee handle. But I remember Andre Iguodala. He's got Andre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure Amir Coffey can reach out and ask either Lamelo or Andre Iguodala. You know, what's what's the ROI? If I give 100K, <laughs> yeah, I think it's worth it. Right, right. All right, I'll have to follow up with Amir. Uh Blumenfeld on the old Amir Coffee Instagram negotiation going on. We, hey, I mean, should I share the weird negotiation we saw happen in Vegas? Uh, quick yeah. story time yeah, before yeah, we take yeah, a quick sure. break. So, Matty O's there. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a really strange story. I'll try and make it quick. We're on the casino floor, but we're at like one of the bars and it's pretty late. This is the last night in Vegas. Yeah. So, this is uh, super, super, yeah, super late Saturday night or very early Sunday, however you want to look at it, but time means nothing in Vegas. Anyway, Matt's hungry. There's like one place open. It's like two in the morning. He's like, all right, let me go grab this pizza. Grabs it because there's no rules in Vegas. Like, I love how you just take your food wherever you want. Uh, So it's like he grabs the food, brings it over. Again, we're in this bar area. It was good. He's hitting the spot. You know, everybody's taking a slice or two, but he got quite a bit of it. And there's like two slices left. And so this guy wanders over, and it's just been sitting there for like, I don't know, at this point, like 30 minutes. 
Easily. No, nobody's probably going to eat nobody's it. Though Matt it. hates to waste food. So, yeah. you know, maybe while he was wandering back to his hotel room, he would have chomped out on that. But anyway, <laughs> this guy walks over, somewhat of a young guy, and he goes to me first because I was sort of closest. He's like, hey, anybody eating this pizza? Like, can I have this pizza? <laughs> did he even ask? I thought he was. No, he did. He did. Oh. Or, yeah, he did because I, I was like, I, I was like. I don't know if he did. Well, he. He did ask, but he was already reaching for it. It was yeah. like, "Hey, anybody gonna eat this?" Like, okay, so I said, "I said, hold, well, yeah, yeah, okay." Yeah. I was like, "Well, hold on." I was like, and then I'm like, "Probably you should have it because I think we're gonna throw it out." Right. But I'm also like, I don't know. It's not my. I didn't pay for it. And, and again, I know Matt, and he would maybe eat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I sort of turned to Jill, who was with Matt, and I'm like looking at Jill. I'm like, uh, <laughs> "Do we want to give this to him?" Like, I don't care. And she's sort of like, "I don't know." So I was like, "Hold on, hold on," to the guy. I said, because Matt's having a conversation with somebody else. I'm like, Matt, Matt, Matt. So we've just keep in mind that we've had like basically three conversations with this guy about whether or not he can have the pizza. So right. I tell him, hold on, let's ask the guy that bought the pizza. I, I also told him yeah, you to, did too. to wait. And yeah. I think Grish did as well. No, he can't. Grish he, can't oh, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I go, Matt, this guy wants to ask you a question. And so Matt, <laughs> in his conversation, <laughs> stops, turns to this new guy that has shown up and goes... Go ahead. <laughs> this guy, because he's drunk at two in the morning, he just wants to eat this damn pizza. He thinks go ahead means take the pizza. Take the pizza. Yeah. So he starts grabbing for the pizza. Yeah. Matt starts, what are you doing? Don't don't touch the pizza. Because Matt has no idea any of these other conversations has just happened. No, okay, hold on, hold on. This guy, okay, what? And so basically to get to the point of the story, a negotiation happens yes. between this guy who doesn't even want the pizza for himself. No. Turns out He's trying to pick up a girl at the bar. Absolutely. Who's definitely tired, definitely hungry. Thinks she had her feet up, probably her heels killing yeah. her, you know. He's going to try and use this leftover pizza to get in the good graces of this of this girl that he's trying to pick up. And so Matt and him go back and forth a little bit and they end up I believe the uh, final uh, agreed negotiation <laughs> was you can have the pizza, Matt said. Mm-hmm. But if it works, and you picking up this girl and you go on to have a beautiful life and get married and maybe have a kid, you have to name your first child Pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> the pepperoni pizza. <laughs> and he, he agreed he, to it right away because I think he knew there was no chance of a hookup, <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean, she wasn't impressed by the uh, hour-old cold pizza that he no. bummed oh, off no, a stranger. Oh, no, no, I think he, she was impressed. Oh, she wolfed it down. But, but then, then, then she, she has, she's him. like, yeah, screw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. She oh, got wow. what she wanted Wow. a proxy. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's terrible because I did see the pre-negotiation before the negotiation. <laughs> she was I, – I watched the, the whole thing where she was like – Hey, go get that pizza for me. She, wow, she, she, she saw it. She, she hawkeyed, that hawkeyed it. She saw it from miles away. I mean, it was uh, at least 15, 20 feet. It wasn't close. No, anyways, yeah. but it was sort of propped up. It kind of yeah. was like on display. And uh, yeah, he, he almost he almost grabbed it right away. But yeah, I'm glad people were like, hey, 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 that pizza that no one's touching, you can't have that. You need to have a negotiation. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you got to work for it. You got to work for it. But I will say that Matt, as soon as he realized that he was, it wasn't his girlfriend. It was somebody he was trying to Pick hook up, up with. Yeah. He relented right away. It was uh, like, okay. Matt, you, oh, yeah. Yeah. You can. Matt, okay. Matt would, it would have been a, a different negotiation if that oh. was his wife. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 He he was, Matt, like, Matt would have played hardball, but he was like, okay. Yeah. Let's let this guy try and use this 
leftover pizza to get this girl yeah. tonight. <laughs> but didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. I oh. did see at one point, like, she just, like, she, like, saluted with the pizza over to our <laughs> table. Because <laughs> Grisham saw that. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and then, because Grisham, the, the final part of this story is Grisham came in late, JD. Yeah. After... We agreed, pepperoni, first child, okay, yeah. okay, take it. And then we sort of just all turned away. We're like, all right. Yeah. And <laughs> Grisham then only saw this guy grab the pizza <laughs> with my like back sort of turn and take it over to the girl. So Grisham comes storming in going, oh, this is great. You're not going to believe it. That guy just snuck a pizza from us. <laughs> and we're like, no, you just missed like 20 minutes of negotiation for this. Okay. Have an aroni. Um, maybe yeah. a cool story, bro, on all of that, but it's oh, Vegas. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Okay, let's take our first break. When we come back, uh, a bunch of other questions from you guys. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. All right. Still here in the Classic Factory. Still on the beach reading your emails and tweets. Keep them coming. NoDunksAtTheAthletic.com. Tweet them in at NoDunksInc. That's I-N-C on the end, or drop them in the stream team. People seem to enjoy the uh, uh, pizza negotiation story. Hmm. Um, so that's good to know. They said it was like a, and I think you should leave, skit. Mm-hmm. Sam Yunono saying. <laughs> kind sort of felt like it, actually. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, so, yeah. That's all I wanted to tell you. <laughs> Good. All right, next one. <laughs> hey, fellas. I recently read an article where I found out that Jason Tatum has his own Ruffles-flavored chips. Flamin' Hot BBQ by Jason Tatum. Yeah, we cracked them yeah. on yep. our live stream uh, for our St. Jude fundraiser That's recently. Right. Tatum wanted to share the tastes of St. Louis with the rest of the country. Simple cue. If you could be the face of any food or beverage in hopes to spread the love and flavor, what would it be? Myself, I would happily be the face of mulled wine. <laughs> what? what? Now, uh, <laughs> the emailer went on to say it's cold in Australia mm. currently. Oh, 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 Apparently. oh, yeah. No, no, it, it's cold general. in Australia. It's, I thought you meant the mulled wine was. Well, like, the mulled wine warms you up, and that, yeah, that that's yeah. part of, I think it's fresh on the brain for him, but he says it's an underrated beverage, hydrates you, warms you up, and it tastes yeah, amazing. Yeah. So maybe it's not as good in the summer. I don't know. Well, um, yeah. I, I'm not a mulled wine person. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's like a big old hug from the inside, writes, <laughs> Big Krogadoga. That's a good one. It's a great one. So, yeah, what would you be the face of, Skeets? Um, this is an easy answer. Uh, raspberry ginger ale. Mm. Uh, yeah. No doubt. Um, I'm one of its biggest fans. And uh, here's, here's the thing. Raspberry ginger ale is only, from what I can tell, only available through Schweppes. Okay. <laughs> now, I don't think Schweppes is as good a ginger ale as Canada Dry. Personal preference. I agree with that. So I'm sort of just shocked that Canada Dry doesn't have raspberry ginger ale because mm. I was checking their website. It's actually a really nice website <laughs> for uh, for a beverage, 
And these are the Canada Dry ginger ale flavors. Okay. Obviously the original. Now they have one, I've never seen it, ginger ale and lemonade. Okay. They have a zero sugar ginger ale. They have a bold ginger ale. Haven't Ooh. tried that. It's caffeine free. Sort of like a old looking can. Huh. Like it's you don't see the colors like what is that brown and <laughs> mustard yellow? Uh, okay, so there's that. There's cranberry ginger ale. Now that's what I think people they might think that's raspberry. Right. You see it, it sort of looks like it, but it's cranberry. It's also delicious. And then there's a I believe it's a blackberry ginger ale. They have all these berries, but they don't have the raspberry. Though, in doing the research, there's something similar to that ginger ale and lemonade where there's a ginger ale and raspberry lemonade. I haven't tried it yet, but I don't know why we just don't have a Canada Dry raspberry ginger ale. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, it doesn't make sense if you have all these and your competition has one, lean into it. You and think. I think there, I think there was one at, a, at once upon a time. Like, I, mm. I swear to God... I can picture it in my convenience store, Cambria Quick Stop. Shout out <laughs> to the Smythes. Con <laughs> Smythe. His name was Con Smythe. You know that story. Wow. Con- I don't know that story. Yeah, well, they bought it. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I went to school with Blair Smythe. Yeah. Uh, and his dad's name was Con Smythe, who, which is uh, obviously the, the hockey um, trophy, is it, or something? The NA, the best playoff performer is that what it is? Yeah, wins okay. the Con Smythe. <laughs> yeah. But it's- his name just happened to be Con. Just happened to be caught. <laughs> C-O-N-N? Like yep. The, oh, well. yep. Uh, like the fruiterer? The, yes, the that's fruiter. right. That's right. Anyway, uh, and I, I remember the Cambria Quick Stop. I, just, I ended up working there for a little bit, too. Um, I remember them having it, and then it just went away. I hmm. thought they brought it around, like, during the holidays. Yeah, that's what I thought, And then, too. okay, that made sense, and it would go away. But then they just, like... Maybe more people were buying the cranberry. I don't know. But uh, anyway, I want to be the face of raspberry ginger ale for Canada Dry specifically. Like, Holler at me. Is it possible that they made the raspberry? Yes. But people tasted it and was like, this doesn't really taste like raspberry. It actually tastes like cranberry. And they were like, yeah, they taste different. Oh, let's change One's more tart. Yeah. Raspberry's more sweet. Oh, I don't know. I'm just looking for answers. Mm-hmm. You've been uh, you've been on riding this since you worked for the Smites. I, I loved that ginger ale so much. <laughs> and you can't get it here, is that right? Well, you, I just never... said, I, I, it looks like a Kroger by me might have this ginger ale and raspberry lemonade. That's a little different to me, yeah. but mm-hmm. I'll give it a That's go. I'll try it. It's made with a splash of real juice. Hmm. 1%. That's a splash. <laughs> I mean, they're not lying. Like, right, we'll try it. Yeah, like the Smythe division. I guess it, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hockey. Uh, for me, it's uh, oregano chips or crisps because they do exist. Oregano crisps are, you know, in Europe. They're not really here. And I I guess it's me just sort of being nostalgic because I don't get a lot of oregano in my uh, in my diet. And I used to eat it a lot as a young Greek boy. But uh, now... I mean, Danielle's obviously controls every every food item in my house because I don't contribute anything, and she doesn't really cook with it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't get oregano, and I I know it's not the doesn't sound all that great oregano mm-hmm. chips, but they're fine. It's a good flavor. I've yeah. never seen oregano like it's specifically oregano brand like flavored like yeah. Hostess chips or whatever. yeah, they have Lay's has some huh. and other brands too. Yeah, just. Just oregano. It wow. sounds like a real European yeah. chip because yeah. Yeah. you know they 
don't eat chips like us fatty North Americans do. So they have don't eat as many crisps and chips. So it's you know it's it, it it's not a high priority for mm-hmm. them. I don't think they they really go all out to create good chips. I don't think <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. I, I agree with that. Too. The flavors are not as good. You know what it is? You're, no. you're wrong about that. Yeah. If you go to uh, uh, Great Britain, yeah, the chip flavors are amazing. Like, uh, like dill and something else. Like dill and like brie cheese or whatever. They they have more exotic chicken roasted chicken dinner. Okay. It's like yeah, Willy Wonka yeah. style. You know. Oh, it's like a meal on a chip. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because they eat fewer of them. Do they? Though I don't know. I don't know. Okay, uh, you know I. <laughs> I, I mean, I, if you're talking about the continent, yes, I agree with you. Yeah. But Great Britain mm. love their. I crisps. think really like you're not. I don't know. Why would I say this? But if I walked into a a, a supermarket in London, yeah. is there going to be an entire aisle of chips? Uh, good question. Crisps. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but yeah. here you know you walk into any grocery store here, there's a whole you're entire right. aisle. That's true. Think about that. That's a lot of chips. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I know for sure that uh, you go to a local Sainsbury's in London and they have an entire uh, aisle aisle of like confections of like of chocolate, Cadbury's chocolate, Mars bars. They love that stuff. So yeah, they, got a big sweet they like the sweet, maybe a little bit more than the salt. Yeah, for yeah. stereotyping. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's stereotype. Yes. Yeah, there's just some stereotyping going on for sure. For, with me as well, mm. saying they they don't have as good as flavors because I'm just not used to a lot of those flavors. Sure. And listen, I'd like to be open to them, but I know I'm being a little xenophobic. But hey, here. you're also answering the question like uh, if they're popular somewhere else in the world, but. We got to get them going here. Got to get them then going. They need a face on that on that bag of chips. Yeah. And I got to be yours? I got to be Yanni's to the punch. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Because right. that'll happen one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, JD, do you have an answer to this one? I do have an answer, but I'm reluctant to say it because I wouldn't want my face to hurt the brand. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like with apologies to Starbucks by energy drink that I just uh, tried to sell here on the show. But it's Guinness, you know. Everybody knows I love Guinness. Yep. It's my favorite beer. It's uh, it's it's good for you, as they say. Uh, <laughs> Some not when you drink it the way I drink it, but uh, you know, yeah, they used to give it. I don't know if they still do this in Biden, Ireland. They used to give it to pregnant women uh, in the hospital. Yeah. So um, I don't think they still do that. <laughs> I don't think they do either. No. But uh, it is the best beverage. In the world, and I don't want my face associated with it because I don't want it to go out of business, to, you know, hurt the brand or anything like that. Your face so. is better than a toucan bird or whatever. The, what do they got? <laughs> yeah, true. But that's a cartoon. Yeah. I, I feel like they would look at me and go, is that what Guinness does to a person? You know what I mean? Like... Uh, <laughs> A little bit draggled sometimes, you know, a bit of a mess is yeah. what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, Guinness doesn't need that. They need like a clean cut, sexy person to represent. You think it's brand. the best beverage in the world? Name one that's better. I, I, I guess I, I love a Guinness, but I will say the, t- the problem with a Guinness, and we've talked about this before, is it's I'm, I'm not as into drinking it in the summer because, I, you know, yeah, it's, sure. it's, a, it's, a, it's a cold weather beverage to me. Uh, yeah, but that's all in your head because yeah, if you're given a frosty, yeah. delicious Guinness on a patio. On a patio. I know. It sounds it weird. Doesn't it, it, like it doesn't it sound – yeah, when it's coming out of my mouth, it doesn't sound right. And I also 
We'll rarely order a Guinness on a summer's day, like in the afternoon. But God damn it, it's the best beverage in the world. It, it, it's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, people are saying the best beverage in the world is water. Okay. Yes, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but guess what? There's water in Guinness. Yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Good point. Well, that's what makes water the best. It's almost in all of them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Name a beverage that water isn't in. Oh, gotcha. There doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's the best. All right, next one here. Uh, if you if you thought that was dumb, wait till you get to this one. Uh, my sister and I were having a dumb conversation about Gary Payton's two sons, Gary Payton II and Gary Payton Jr., but it quickly became a heated debate, so I need your opinion on this issue. If Gary II had a son and named him after himself, would he be Gary the third, like Gary III, mm-hmm. or would he be Gary the second junior? Or how about Gary the second second? <laughs> same goes for his brother Gary Jr. Same you know same problem right? Or what do you do? Don't get me started on the grandkids for these two. <laughs> Hope you're all well after the long season. That is from uh, our friend, longtime listener of the show, Jeshua. Um, so yeah, uh, let's stick with Gary Payton the second, the mm-hmm. the double I. If he wants to do what his father did, like you know obviously naming him after himself. Well, which which way is he going here? Is he Two squared? Is he? Is it the third? You know, it's. A, what do you? What do you go with? A, a complicated question, which you know, I don't. I don't know if we're gonna go. I think you should leave slash Seinfeld on this one. I think. Uh, I think it's simple. It's Gary Payton the third. Okay. Triple I. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You triple know, I. Triple Roman numeral. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a Super Bowl. Yes, he's a Super Bowl. <laughs> Done. And, and, and yeah, it gets even more complicated if you're going to the junior side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gary Payton Jr. names the child. This is the answer, though. Stop naming your kids after yourselves. Oh, wow, wow, wow. We don't need that. Wow, we don't need that. Good. And quite often it's the man passing on his his name to another boy when you're more than likely passing your last name on. Just, just allow the child to be himself. <laughs> we hear so much about these athletes. And I saw Gary Payne at, uh, oh, at Summer League. I waved. Wait, which, I don't which think one? he waved back. The original. Oh, the OG. The OG. Yeah, yeah we, we've, okay. we've hung out a bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, we hear all the time athletes don't want to live in the shadow of their parents, of their father specifically. That's true. Mm-hmm. And every parent wants that child to be themselves. Allow them to grow into their names. Give them their own names. Agree. That would, uh, and this I, is I'm coming from someone. Yeah, yes. yeah. You but said agree. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, here's the thing, though. I am named Terrence Jason Doyle. My father is Terrence James Doyle after his father. So I'm, yeah. Yeah. So they named, but they call me Jason because they didn't want to have a junior or mm-hmm. a, the third or whatever. Okay. And my, my dad goes by Terry. Uh, but he did it to make his dad happy. Mm-hmm. And I did it to make my dad happy. Yeah. So we I gotta- called Lincoln Terrence Lincoln Doyle. And it's been a nightmare, to be honest, because he's constantly, every school he goes yeah. to, every class he's in is ter- Terrence here. And, uh, oh, you know, yeah. and I'm there's here, one, but I'm Lincoln. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, I'm, I'm actually, my name, I go by Lincoln. And there's one teacher just simply refused to call him Lincoln because it wasn't that way on the list. That's so insane. Called, I know. I know. It's not like he's coming up with like. <laughs> I prefer to be called Boo Boo or yeah, something. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> call like, me Killer. Yeah. Killer Mike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I mean, just yesterday I got on the plane and, you know, uh, they scan your boarding pass and they welcome Terrence. I'm like, 
All right, whatever. I got a, I, I got the full Philip. I always <laughs> I was like, whoa, that caught me by surprise. Okay. A, committing to doing that to every single passenger, that's as balls for that woman. You're right? saying you the know? woman checking, like just when we like, just get on the plane, yeah, yeah because some some names you you don't know how to say them. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, my name, my name, Philip. Terrence, that's fine, but uh, you know what? It's great customer actually, service. It, it is. is. It is. And in her position, it's actually good practice. I was thinking for difficult names. Yes. Because sometimes you know they have, they have to get on the mic and say call for so and so, and like mm-hmm. yeah. maybe in doing a lot of that, especially with those you know unique names that you're you're not really a hundred percent sure how to pronounce it. Like oh. You know, you get a little idea. Because, yeah. like, some people might correct her. How many people are correcting her, though, at that point? <laughs> um, nobody. Very little. Nobody. Yeah. But, but still, you know. Okay. Yeah, they get good at it as well because they have the practice. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, um, yeah. I, yeah I, I, but she was doing it for everybody. She was. Wasn't slowing down the line, though, at least. No. <laughs> not at all. She was very good at it. Very good at it. Respect to her. Uh, back to this. I just thought about this. Why do we have to – why does it have to be second or juniors? Will we see a Tass Mellis remix? Go remix. <laughs> Add re- use remix. Oh, remix. As, yeah, okay. that's good. Because it's like now we're not we're we're this, we're sort of the same, but uh, new and improved usually a remix. Not all the time, but 2.0, 3.0. two point oh, three point oh. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Web three now is here. Yeah. yeah let's web three. <laughs> no, if you want, listen, if you want to honor somebody. Make it the middle name. You can have unlimited yeah, amounts. That's yeah, that's what you get. That's so the way just, to do it. Just do that. Not the first name. Mm. Or, that's yeah. a mistake. I think I saw too. It may have just been this draft class. There is some. It's something like over fifty percent of all the guys coming in that were drafted have either like a player, someone in their family, generally like a father, let's say, that already played in the NBA, or in a lot of cases now, which is great, a woman, excuse me, their mom playing in the WNBA and stuff like that. It's like a super high percentage Mm -hmm. uh, of these new athletes coming from former athletes. Right. And and I think it was a massive reason why we're also seeing like junior after junior after junior. There's so many juniors now in the league. Mm -hmm. Um, So we need to, I've I've said it before. It's like, I always just want to know, are we, do we have to, because some people want to include the junior, some people drop it. It's Mm. like, we need a list. Because I want to call people by their, the name they want to be called by. Sure. Yes, of course. By, right? Okay. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of the players coming into the league right now whose, you know, their names are, are the exact same as their father's are dropping the junior from their official name, which I think is a So like Jabari positive. Smith, he's a junior. Right. And I – Yeah, I yeah. don't feel like it's part of it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Uh, but, yeah, you've got the uh, – like Jaden Ivey's mom played for the Detroit mm-hmm. Shock. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good. Glad we got through that. Anyway, uh, hey, Dunkaroos. A few weeks back, I was having a Friday night in. I was having a Friday night in, and I figured I would drop some acid. Wow. Holy crap. Wow. That took a turn. It did, yeah. What? I was, yeah, I was contemplating including this one, but um, I guess Jesus. I did. Jesus. Yeah. It's hold Friday on. night. Hold, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but hold on. Hold on. Let me add this part. Uh, a few weeks back, I was having a Friday night in, and I figured I would drop some acid. I had laying around. Oh, wow. my God. Hey, man, have a Starbucks here. buy energy next yeah. time. Jeez. You might not want to have that lying around. Anyway, uh, now at the best of times, I have a contentious relationship with my di- digestive system, but this time I figured the acid would make me forget all about it. Wow. Take a Tums. Boy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Boy, was I wrong. I spent the first few hours grappling with stomach pain while I started tripping. I was planning to watch Suns-Mavs Game 7, but that was over in the first quarter, and my stomach wouldn't let me get lost in any other pieces of content. Okay, okay. At this point, I was getting scared. I mean, I had nothing to occupy my mind, and I could only think about my stomach I knew a dark trip could lay ahead, especially as I still live with my parents. And I, you don't want that lying around. You live with your parents. And I definitely did not want to interact with them, so I was stuck in my room. That's when I decided to find any content that would direct my focus away from my stomach. Long story short, I ended up rewatching Fast Friends 5 to 9. Not in that order. Oh, my God. Wow. Five, six, seven. That's five movies, right? That's 12 hours of content? Yeah. Probably, at uh, least. And it, it it turned my trip around. I was laughing for hours and totally forgot about my stomach. However, I no longer can f- confirm nor deny what any of you guys really <laughs> look like. <laughs> so the question is, what is a piece of content that has saved you from a stressful or unpleasant situation? Turn up, love you guys. Awesome. That's from Neil. P.S. I am saving FF1 for, for my <laughs> for next For the next trip. time I feel like doing acid. You saved it. Oh, uh, wow. wow. Neil. Damn it, man. Try it. You know what? <laughs> Buy an energy drink, yes. Yeah. Or, you know, if you simply must be high, maybe some edibles. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. acid, it really yeah, messes with your brain. And, uh, and Neil, I'm worried about you. Also flattered that you chose Fast Friends to uh, to guide you through what could have been a bad trip. Yeah, I'm glad we helped. Yes. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, we talking to people... The other night, we help people through tough times sometimes, mm-hmm. so it's nice to hear this. It's always <laughs> nice to hear that we we brighten people's lives. But uh, um, I, uh, Neil, please <laughs> lay off the acid, man. <laughs> Fast Friends Five. You started with a good one, at least. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. Well, maybe that's why you jumped there. Yeah. Uh, so my answer to this question, I've, I've mentioned it before. Um, I've I had a colonoscopy a couple of weeks ago, and there's a prep process. Which involves a lot of uh, a lot of sitting on the toilet. Let's just say okay. um, it's it's very unpleasant. Um, but I had a little setup. Uh, <laughs> Lincoln walked into the bathroom right before I started the prep, which involves drinking this laxative, basically. Uh, but I had it all set up. I had a little table set up with my iPad. I had some Gatorade around, <laughs> some clear liquids. I wasn't allowed to eat for twenty four hours. Uh, cause I, and I had no idea what to expect. Um, but I was on that toilet for at least two and a half hours. Um, okay. and I was watching my, the comfort movie, the, my biggest comfort movie, which is the devil wears Prada, <laughs> Meryl Streep, Anne Hathaway, Emily Blunt, Stanley Tucci. They got me through that. Wow. They got me through that 3am just watching it and it ended and I just started it over. No way. I did, yeah. Because you can't... It's hard to pay attention as well when yeah. your ass is exploding, basically. And, uh, yeah, so I just watched that movie. It's great. You think that's your, one of your favorite movies of all time? I think so. Wow. It sounds weird to say movie. that, but it's good. Yeah. And those four that I just named are, the, like, my favorite actors. Do you watch uh, the Stanley Tucci does like Italy? No, I haven't show? watched it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like watching shows about food because it just makes me want to eat. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Do you have the uh, Tucci attachment for your toilet? Oh, that's uh, Tucci. As a matter of fact, oh, I'm not. Don't say the name, but I don't have that one. But I have one upstairs. 
But I didn't want to be in that one because it's attached to the bedroom. Like it's in our, you know, I didn't want <laughs> to be sitting on that toilet uh, while my wife was sleeping. So I didn't use Those are powerful, those uh, nice. uh, um, bidets that you attach. <laughs> oh, boy. They oh, are. So yeah. I can't believe we haven't, like, it has, one hasn't come and sponsored the show. I'm looking forward That's to it true. because uh, That's what you're I love mine. I could go on for hours <laughs> about that. That's the only thing about these uh, bidets that people are attaching to their uh, toilets. They, people that have them can't stop talking about yeah, them. Yeah, that's, that's true. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, my buddy Grish, oh, nonsense. You, you tested his out. He's got him at the cottage. The cabin. A cottage wow. bidet. And, and, and you were didn't you like, what's that? You like sprayed it across the room. Yeah, I sprayed it from his toilet to the... <laughs> wall on the opposite it's a, side it's a of big, the bedroom that's a it was big like washer. that's like 30 feet yeah. wait because so I, is it on it he had one of the handheld ones yeah. or yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. all right there's, yeah that's good there's, there's a handheld a attachment yeah because i couldn't believe that there would be a bidet <laughs> at, the, at a cabin yeah wow i just didn't know what i was dealing with i also i i've i probably i mean that was probably the second time i've ever touched one i know you're not supposed to touch them anyway <laughs> uh, but i just i didn't didn't know the power. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know the power of these. Yeah. yeah, you do have to ease into it. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what? Yeah, I, because I was, there is a bit of a dial on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was worried. I, I don't. I couldn't hook up the heat, like the heated version, to my toilet. Uh, so I was cold. It's it's always cold, and I was worried about that for some reason. But it's better. If you ever, if you're in the market. Don't worry about the heated. Just just go cold. Yeah, hook up some nice. mulled wine to that. <laughs> yeah, just swirl around the mulled wine. It's like a hug for your ass. That's right. You know what's hilarious? Just uh, uh, related to this, YouTube has this new thing where you can just sort of place ads in a live stream. I think it knows we're talking about bidets because we just got an alert saying now would be a good time to insert ads. Say ass. ass? <laughs> oh, uh, no, it says ads. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Of course they're Crazy. listening. They're watching. Wow. Yeah. Uh, speaking of YouTube, yeah. my answer to this question about a piece of content that saved me from a stressful or unpleasant situation. You guys know the uh, the frame that we got from uh, from Turner Broadcasting, the, this beautifully framed flag mm -hmm. concoction of the American mm -hmm. and Canadian flag, half of each flag together, uh, as uh, one vexologist emailed in vexology the study of flags he emailed in and said god vexologically speaking that thing is beautiful it is i agree it is it's it's gorgeous yeah um but it's huge yeah it's gigantic it's six foot wide and i, I could barely get my hands around it. it's like basically my wingspan and uh couple it's, feet. it's a couple i don't know five four oh, maybe oh. four maybe yeah. four feet tall and it's framed with glass it's very heavy so i was concerned with hanging the thing mm -hmm. uh but a youtube video of you know difficult hangs really came through nice nice tape job i know you go the tape route when yep. you hang yep. that really helped out just it was easy just find the studs bang bang <laughs> it's not that heavy it's not hundreds of pounds so i always wanted to buy one out. of those things you might see them pop up in an instagram ad or something like those things that help you like I don't even know how to describe them. Like, find this, not, I mean, stud finder and all that, but like, it's for specifically just hanging things. Mm. It's like a weird ruler type thing that like crisscrosses and you can move and I don't know, it looks cool. Mm. But then it's like, I don't want to buy it because then once everything's hung up, it's like, why would I need it? Right. <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah, but you, you hang 
photos and things a lot, it seems. But a lot? I mean, once it's done, I'm not changing it all the time. How much is it? See, I think this is one of these products that's like a communal product. Yes. That we should have as a group of friends. Right, yeah. Everybody, almost like a membership. Yeah. Like we kick in whatever our membership is a month or a year, and we buy these things that you like, like that, perfect. A power washer. Yes. These things that like you don't use all that often, yeah. But everybody needs them. Share them, and we just share them. It's a great idea. Yeah, not bad. There's something there. Love it. Does that thing exist? Is that a real thing already? Um, all right, I, those are great answers. I don't really even have a good answer for this one, but uh, let's hear from everybody out there. Piece of content saved you from a stressful or unpleasant situation. Let's take one more break, and when we come back, we got another great question. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. So people are reacting in the stream team to that idea I thought I just came up with about mm. like we should buy communal products yes. in a group setting, share them. Uh, someone pointing out that they, you can do that stuff with tools. Yes. I like Home Depot, but I mean, I'm saying why not have it in our circle? Um, right. But the issue is people think, AJ says, someone's going to hoard those things in the circle and it's going to be awkward to ask them back in that kind of situation. So there's not always going to be circle. someone that, that ruins it. Not, not our not circle. Not our circle. I no. don't think so. I think it would work. We've been working together for 17 years, man. Yeah. So Grish, do, Grisham's yeah. got my leaf blower. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I'm waiting for it oh, back. Boy. I think that's one of those things that you don't... <laughs> I, it is one of the, like It's nice to have anytime you want to... But I never use it. But it's nice to have every once in a yeah. blue He moon. uses it all the time. I could he see really him. does. I could see him using that. Yeah. I only want to use it now when I figured out I could use it on my eaves troughs when I go up and uh, oh, blow them interesting. out. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, makes it a lot easier than me getting too close to the edge there. Yeah. You should borrow it from Grish because that's a powerful He's got, one. That, so that's yours. That, yeah. Hold on. I have <laughs> borrowed it from him. <laughs> I'm sure you have. But I gave it back. Uh, yeah. It's I super ha- powerful. I, I, I hate having things in my possession. I want them. That's why I love this idea. Yeah. Ooh, where, who holds them? I guess they're always moving, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's whoever had it last. So I, gr- <laughs> I guess Grish is holding it. I have. If you need to ask to borrow a leaf blower, I have one, so you can borrow. No, no but that's mine. Powerful though, really powerful. I, I have a, I have a rinky dinky one. That's oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, oh, okay. it's electric. Oh, yeah, okay. mine, mine is too. It's nice to invest in a leaf blower because the rinky yeah. dinky ones. Yeah, hold on. Mine's suck. electric too. Yeah, what am I talking? Yeah. about? I'm not running off gas or anything. Nah. Uh, yeah, but the, the but the the crappy ones, like the forty dollars ones, like they work, but not when I get up on the eavesdrops. No, no, not not, strong not getting out sludge. No, but they call it, it they call them gutters here, by the uh, way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've been uh, I've said this to Americans. Yeah. And they're like, what the hell are you talking yeah. eavesdrop? 
Well, maybe it's because we were talking about the European uh, fashion I was going to be pulling mm, off. That's right. Because also people were saying, you can't be wearing a dinner jacket over here yeah. in, in this heat. It's 35 degrees right now oh. in Europe. 35. Nothing. <laughs> that's cold, yeah, first please. off. I'll have a Guinness, sir. <laughs> um, but come on, at night? Yeah. And I, and, and uh, well, even Vegas. I was wearing sweaters. It's too cold in these places. Some of them, yeah. They go overboard. I hate that so much. I get it. It's 110 outside. It sucks. We don't need to have it at 55 in the place. Keeps you awake, though. You're in the casino. It keeps people... If you if it's hot at all, you're like, mm, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. They don't want that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's part of the design. But if I'm ho- but what about if I'm hotter in the casino, I'm like, oh, I'm thirstier. I want to drink more. Free drink? No. Yeah. By the way, MGM... What? Mandalay Bay, I forgot oh again. <laughs> it, is, it is the MGM family of casinos. It is, it is, yes, yes. But uh, one night, you guys were at a blackjack table, for, I feel like two hours, and not one single free drink. Yeah, that was rough. Must have been a staff uh, shortage or something that night. Yeah, it must have been, yeah. That was weird, because that's weird. That is weird, yeah. that's strange. At least something. That was parched. Well, that, and then the, uh, the, the what, what do you call it? The shuffle... Thing. Yeah, the automatic shuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, oh. it straight up broke. I'm convinced it broke. That guy was trying to tell us this is a normal amount of time. No, to he shuffle. didn't say that. He, he didn't did. Say that. I also was like, remember, like it was five minutes we're waiting. I'm like, why? We're just guys. We're just sitting here at this blackjack table, not doing anything. Tass yeah, and I, yeah. maybe one other person, and we were on. Like we were doing fine. You know, we were on a bit of a run. And I'm like, there's no way it takes this long. Mm-hmm. And then he said, he like remember he looked down or you were on his side and said yeah. like it was like thirty percent done. Yeah. It was very slow. And we're like, so we literally stopped playing. We yeah. stopped giving money to the casino because we were like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. uh, and I think it was broken or it wasn't closed all the way or something was happening. But yeah, he came up with an excuse yeah. later saying the door was open, but hmm. it doesn't make sense because yeah. it was still working. It just wasn't working well. But the player we were playing with got up and got out of there because yeah, it was yeah. taking too long. It was taking But then the time. dealer said, you don't want that guy playing here anyways. <laughs> He stayed on a 15 against a face. You don't want him. Get him out of here. Uh, I, I love it. I love it. I love you know it. what would have made that situation a little easier? A free drink, maybe. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I asked about that, too. It's like, is anybody coming around? I had a lot of... Well, I would turn into Matty O with my complainant area. With them. Like, Why is everything taking so long? I just want to give you my money. Yeah. In fact, out of spite, JD, I just dropped all my money on the table. I was like, I'm going to bed. Save myself two hours. I know I did that the next night at the roulette table. With, <laughs> oh, uh, did you? I believe ever. JD. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have one more question here. Do we not? Yeah. We do. Uh, hello, No Dunks. I was listening to an episode when I heard JD mention he worked on the cartoon Johnny Test. As someone who grew up watching that show, I want to know more about what J- JD did for it and why. Who had the most unusual, unrelated prior career? Did he work on any other cartoons? My question for everyone. What did all of you do for careers before TBJ slash the starters slash the free agents slash no dunks? Keep up the great work. That's from Alex K in Ohio. So, yeah, Johnny Test. Yeah. I'll start with the why I did it. Uh, they paid me. <laughs> yeah. They paid me a pretty decent wage, actually, uh, to work on that show. What I did on the show was uh, I was a music editor. And uh, it was great. It was one of the hardest shows I've ever worked on. Uh, but... It was. I probably worked with the, the best composers I've ever worked with, Ian Lefevre and Ari Posner. Mm. 
So why was it hard, harder than it's, some of the other uh, ones? If you watch the show, it is wall-to-wall music, oh. and it the music changes literally every 10 seconds at least. So a lot of different cues to pull in, a lot of moments that need, need to be hit. Uh, the the creator of the show Scott Fellows I think he has a ten, like ADD or whatever like he, he just constantly wants like every move uh, that the characters make there's like a whoosh, like right. a whip crack or a um, like a whoosh or whatever uh, so it's a very 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 busy show but uh, it was one of the m- legit funny shows that I worked on yeah, because I've before. also worked on Caillou which was actually also a pleasure to work on because the the composer was awesome dude uh blanking on his name right now but uh he was great and uh but you know it's the most reviled show on television i think you know because parents hate it have you ever watched it no no never seen a single second of it. yeah never really heard of it until you've said it before (laughs) yeah it's uh yeah people hate it because it's very uh so that means kids love it kids love oh okay okay it's you you can't imagine my disappointment when i put it on for my kids when they were little little and they were transfixed by it i was like god damn it oh no but uh but yeah so i was a music editor uh, i was a sound editor i did effects i did all sorts of things for different shows um worked for aardman which was pretty cool um yeah that's what i did there you go johnny test now is johnny test a cartoon for kids or is it for adults it's for kids it's for kids really yeah yeah oh. Yeah. Okay. But you think as an adult you can watch it? Like, right. Nah, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, but okay. uh, it's as somebody who has worked on a lot of animated shows for kids. This one was actually very well written and jokes right. that actually made me go, ha, "That's pretty good. That's funny." <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. If I was seven, I'd I'd laugh at that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Tass, prior careers, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, but why not of for anyone course. new? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go through them all, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I was reminded of one of my gigs, which was a main gig before we even started the Basketball Jones. Hell, we're still doing it now, which was archiving sports footage, really, and mm. I was reminded of it Saturday. Yep. We had our, our meetup with our fans and uh, a fellow producer in the industry, Jake LaRue from NBA TV Canada, you know, Canada's version of NBA TV. He's helped out us by digging for some archival footage. He found the 1986 All-Star Game wedgie once upon a time. That's the guy? Yeah, he was there. Was... Are we allowed to unmask him? I thought oh, it was. Geez. I thought it was a secret. I don't care. Uh, I, I, it's not a secret, well, is it? Lee was kind of thought it was. I think Lee wanted to keep it under yeah, wraps. Yeah, he didn't yeah. want anybody. He didn't want to share his source. No. Yeah, no, he just wants it all for himself. I get it. <laughs> he He's done that with the previous previous sources as well. Uh, <laughs> But no, I think Jake was Jake showed his face, so he's I think yep, he's I think he's true. happy to be out there. But yeah, he's, he was great. He's awesome. He's yeah. A, yeah, great guy. There till the 18th. I wanted to give him a oh, hug. Oh yeah, I was like you poor bastard. Yeah, and he got there on Wednesday. So he was the first person in my entire stay at Vegas. Where you know, the, the, what's that? The second question you ask someone when you're at Vegas <laughs> yep. is like, so how long <laughs> are you here till? Yeah. How long are you here for? <laughs> I'm out on Sunday. I'm out on Monday. I'm out. You know, sometimes you hear like a Tuesday or Wednesday. I think maybe uh, Hollinger was there for like. I was like, whoa, damn, that's a that's a a week that's a long time but jake oh, i'm here to the 18th God. So, holy crap man been there done that <laughs> yeah uh, godspeed yeah yeah and a good thing is he's gonna be working hard so he'll be you know away from the the hectic life mm-hmm. you need you need something to take you away from the craziness <laughs> of vegas so he will be working hard producing a bunch of stuff for nba tv canada and you know when you're digging for footage 
like I did for years for TSN, and I'm still doing it now. Still looking for wedgies now, uh, but uh, it's a tough, it's a tough gig. Anyways, he's producing for yeah, NBA TV. So I didn't know the wedgie part that he had helped us out there. I obviously knew he had he had done that uh, archival type stuff, uh, and and of course worked in sports up in Canada. But he was talking about the, uh, you know, when you're like doing a baseball game. Maybe we'll talk about it on No Buns tomorrow. Like, as a fan, you're like, I want it to go 18 innings, but then <laughs> right. when you work in sports. <laughs> And it's late already, and you do have to go home at a certain point. Mm-hmm. You're like, you you don't want the overtimes. You don't want the extra innings. You don't want that stuff. So it's sort of funny. But on one hand, you do. But on the other hand, you're, like, you're, you're just adding time to you yeah. being at work. Oh, yeah. A lot of time. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I mean, we've watched plenty of games. Even playoff games. Yeah. Like, Get this. Get oh, it over yeah, with. Yeah. No OT, please. But in baseball, they put that runner on second base in extra innings to get that thing over but with. But not in the postseason. Not in the postseason. Yeah, yeah, okay. But they still have that rule, and people hate it because as a traditionalist, you got to put a runner on second base. Seems like a bit of a gimmick. Yeah. yeah. They changed some rules this year. Last year, they had double headers, seven innings each game. Right, 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 right. I remember uh, that. Nah, people Didn't hated we that. we have the whole debate about whether uh... – didn't some guy have a no hitter through seven innings in right. one of those games? And we're like, is it a no hitter? Fair question. Well, nobody hit off him. Fair question. <laughs> but <laughs> man, these are good. These are, this baseball podcast. See on the butts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was a double overtime game on Saturday there at Summer League. Yeah. And a lot of people were complaining. The worker, the people that in our business working, going, everything's Everything, pushed back by an got, hour. Yeah. Everything got pushed. And I remember us. When that happened, being in uh, you know the truck, going, oh my god, this game has gone to double overtime. That's we're going to push back this other game, and we, Matty O, made dinner reservations. We got yep. a party to get to, or yep. whatever, and uh, and it uh, messed everything up. Uh, but what a pop from the crowd because it's sudden death there, and uh, well, it was the two threes at the end of regulation. Yeah, it was that Magic Kings game. Yeah. And the Kings, like, miraculously hit a three. Okay, they made it a three-point game. The Magic are going to inbound the ball, and they'll get fouled. The game will be over. But they got the steal, like, pandemonium. Reggie Miller, like, uh, you know, eight points in whatever, nine seconds. And then, uh, yeah, hit another three. That was the... I've never heard it that That was maybe the loudest pop I've ever heard at Summer League. Totally. The crowd, like, went nuts. Yeah. I mean, and rightfully so. Uh, And then, yeah, went into overtime, and then they went to sudden death overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so for the fans, and that's what Jake's saying, as a fan, you're exactly. like, that's what you want. And sometimes when you work in the industry, it's like, yeah, ugh. Mm-hmm. it's just making me more work. <laughs> that's right. But it is exciting, too. It's a, it's a tough one. Uh, thanks again to everybody that came out there to our little meetup in Vegas. Let's call it there. I can't believe we did 90 minutes on a bunch of fun, random questions. We appreciate them. Keep them coming. NoDunksAtTheAthletic.com. Tweet them in at NoDunksInc. We are back here, right here, tomorrow for the first ever episode of No Bunts. Talking about a little baseball. I'm actually excited to sit here with you because I know really nothing about what's going on in the league. So I'm going to have a lot of questions. Hope I have some answers. You will. You will. Uh, so yeah, No Bunts tomorrow here on the No Dunks feed. On Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern, we'll be having our episode of No Breaks, breaking down the F1 race with Green Gordon. I'll be filling in for TK on that one. And then later in the week, we told you, watch Rise, the Giannis Disney movie. Uh, so you can uh, join us later in the week as we break that down. It's on Disney Plus, yeah? Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, Yeah. it's got to be. I hope so. Yeah, (laughs) me too. (laughs) I'm not going to the theater to watch it, so... uh, (laughs) No, it's it's on Disney Plus, so check out Rise, and we'll do a, a film session on that later this week. That's all I got. 
Anything else? Nah. JD? Uh, I got nothing. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks to the stream team for joining us live. If you're a podcast listener, leave your boys five-star rating and review. Until tomorrow, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, well, I've got nothing left, as I just said 10 seconds ago. So <laughs> that's it. Brace the day, people. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.